0: It's going to be a quarterback run up the middle. At the 10, at the 5, Murray dies for the end zone, and he's in for the touchdown. Got to launch it. He does. Left side
1: into the end zone, jump ball, and oh my goodness, it's caught. DeAndre Hopkins caught
0: it. He caught it
1: for a touchdown with one second left. I can't believe it. Give
0: Johnson up the middle, gets leveled in the backfield by J.J. Watt. A tackle for a
1: loss for Watt. Hello and welcome into another edition of Cardinals Corner, a podcast brought to you by Arizona sports. He's Tyler Drake. I'm Eric Ruby. And we wanted to do a full long episode breaking down all the players the Cardinals signed and whatnot. But as you know, as we know, not a lot of that has been happening. Has it Tyler?
0: No, no, not a lot has been going on. There's been a couple of rumors and reports out there, but Not a lot of uh, pen to paper, I should say.
1: Rumors and reports. We love them, right? We love them. But uh, unfortunately, you can only talk about rumors and reports so much. And yes, there have been some players visiting the Cardinals. They did sign uh, another tight end. Their third tight end signing of the offseason. That's going to be a special teams, a depth piece in Steven Anderson. Not much to talk about with him. Real quick before we jump into the meat of what this quick hits edition of Cardinals Corner is. Daryl Williams it was reported that he was visiting the team and this is a name that made me go oh hmm that yeah. would be a really good signing why
0: yeah same uh I felt the exact same way when I saw that pop up it was uh whoa here we go now we're getting a little bit of traction here in this offseason that has been for when you look at the rest of the league has been a slow roll for the Cardinals and uh you know Darrell Williams is a guy that could come in and be that Chase Edmonds role and maybe even take it to that next level. I mean, he was solid this past season, and I think he had 1,000 scrimmage yards. He had six touchdowns on the ground, I believe two uh, receiving. So he can find the end zone. He knows how to put the uh, yards down. So I think it would be solid. I think it would change the perspective. I think we were talking about it uh, before we even came in here. Is It would change the perspective of how the Cardinals are going about the offseason just because this would be one of those signings that would – really cancel out that Edmonds departure to Miami in my opinion. And I think it would it would just I think plain and simple, I think it'd just be a better fit to have Daryl Williams in there than having a Chase Edmonds. I think Daryl's a little more sturdier and I think he can just produce in Cliff Kingsbury's offense a little bit more than Chase was.
1: He's versatile yeah.
0: a- and nothing against Edmonds who who was definitely versatile. But, yeah, he was solid as well.
1: But Williams is just a little bit better. Like you said, a thousand scrimmage yards. He caught touchdowns. He ran in for touchdowns and, yep. and this offense you need to be able to catch and run. James Conner proved it last year and like you said, this is somebody who had a lot of production and talent wise he should be on a team right now but I yeah. think it's just one of those things where running backs are underpaid and you don't want to pay anybody who's really out of the. A rookie contract really, yeah. with running back so interesting note keep an eye on him if the Cardinals do sign him we'll have a lot more to say but we're getting into draft season now Tyler and especially with Cardinals coverage at the station with everybody that you've been following on Twitter and whatnot the, the focus has shifted because it's become pretty apparent that Steve Kime is not doing the Steve Kime thing of the last couple off seasons going out and making this big splash and this big move so now just logically you look at okay let's go to the draft the problem, though, is that Steve Kimes' history in the draft isn't that great. So what we're going to do in today's edition of Quick Hits is we're going to just kind of take a broad approach. We're going to take a couple players, but more or less we're going to talk about positions. What do the Cardinals need to do? When I pose that question to
0: you, Tyler, what do they need to do? Plain and simple, your answer is... They've got to find somebody that's going to come in and be a key contributor slash starter. And it really is going to depend on... How that draft unfolds. I mean, for me, if you have a guy like Chris Alave at 23, that is your guy. That's who you should pick. You need to get a number two. Uh, you know, there's been some rumbling still this offseason of maybe, uh, you know, having AJ Greenback or, or s- something along those lines. But really, I think it needs to be both. I think there needs to be a free agent ad and a draft ad. And if you can get a guy like Chris Alave in the first round, That is going to help that offense just take that next step, get another capable pass catcher who doesn't really need to be in that number one situation because he wasn't in Ohio State. I think that's really big, too, is that he's going to come in and fit in well just being that third, fourth option in that offense, and I think he'd be happy to be there.
1: And he's, he's dynamic.
0: He's yeah. fast. Like, that's just
1: a different type of player than a DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, yeah. you can maybe compare him to Rondale Moore, but he's more of a threat out there in the field. He's a little bit more versatile than yeah. Rondale, which is saying something because you can use more in a in a lot of different ways. I think the interesting thing that you said is that they have to draft somebody who's going to come in and play right away. Yeah. You didn't say a position. Obviously, Olave came up, but I wouldn't say that wide receiver is the number one thing they need to target in the first round. It just so happens that if they get somebody like Olave, To drop to them, you have to take that talent. To me, the name that I've been seeing, not the name, but the position that I've been seeing is edge rusher. We've got an article up on Arizona Sports about how they can get edge rushers that you wrote. Gambo talks about edge rushers, talked about even maybe trading up. Yeah. So the Cardinals sit at pick number 23 right now. And the way that a lot of mock drafts are going, all the good edge rushers are pretty much gone by that point. Yeah. Sorry, not even the good – I don't want to say the good ones because there are going to be good players. But the top, the ones that people are writing about, and this is actually – top
0: five, six are gone.
1: And this is a pretty deep class when it comes to edge rushers. So now the question opens themselves up of should the Cardinals trade assets to move up and grab somebody to step into Chandler Jones' place? Mm -hmm. To me – it seems logical, depending on how much you give up, because the Cardinals are in win-now mode. You have to shore up that defensive yep. line. You have to, yep. without Chandler Jones, and there are a couple names here that stand out to me. Who stands out to you that you think maybe, one, if it, if they fall to the Cardinals, they would be dumb not to pick them, or yeah. two, hey trade your first round and second round, your first and third round pick, move up 10 spots. What name stands out?
0: You know, I keep going back, and I think I like Jermaine Johnson just because I think you can trade up but not sell the farm to to trade up a couple spots. Because for what I was doing in the uh, story I wrote, I was going through, I did four mock drafts, just went about it, just only edge rusher, that's it. That's all we're looking at. Uh, And yeah, Jermaine Johnson, I was able to slide up not inside the top 10 nothing crazy didn't have to didn't have to sell the farm like i said and and was able to land him and got some capital to keep going uh later in the round so that's one guy that really sticks out that i don't think you need to break the bank for obviously Trayvon Walker's another dude but i on- honestly think with Charles Davis's mock coming out and him picking him as a number 1 guy like his draft stock's going to keep going up and up and up by the time we get to the NFL draft so as much as i think he would be another another really solid guy it's gonna take uh, it's gonna take some uh, serious pieces to trade to get them. So,
1: if I were to say to you that the Cardinals took an edge rusher in the
0: first round, you would be happy. Yeah, yeah, because that's one of like like I said earlier. That's what you need to get one of those guys that's going to come in and be that right away key contributor. If even if you're not starting right away, at least you're in there for the majority of the game. Any
1: name. So like if I say George Karloftis, if
0: if they I don't think that'd be bad either. I mean they they just need to find somebody that's going to be able to put some kind of pressure on on the offensive line, on the quarterback, to allow Marcus Golden to get freed up more. Because really, I mean, I think we're going into this next season as Marcus Golden's the guy that needs to set the tone for this defense and then everybody kind of follows suit with him.
1: I mean he led the team in sacks last exactly. year. Exactly. So he he should be that guy. Yeah. And even if he's maybe not your best defensive player, he's definitely the energy ball there. He, oh, he's yeah. the guy that you look at for that type of motivation. A name I liked before he tore his Achilles at his pro day was yeah, David Ojabo. Same. I, I I thought Ojabo was great. He 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 played with Aiden Hutchinson in college, but like you said, you need somebody who can come in and can produce right now. And not necessarily that he wouldn't be healthy for the season, but yeah. he's not healthy for his first yeah. NFL
0: offseason, and the, that's big. That's the issue. And and honestly, he was one of the guys I picked. I picked him at twenty three because I think he's going to be there, even may, maybe later now, just because of the injury. But yeah, that's that's the one thing you've got to consider is, and especially looking back at uh, you know Isaiah Simmons and everything that happened with just the COVID part of. Uh, you know, the NFL during that time and not getting a full offseason and, and that kind of being one of those things that they leaned on after the season saying, hey, if he had more of a full offseason, he'd probably be a little bit better. So I think that kind of plays a part into to, uh, yeah, into David for sure.
1: So for working down our list. The the number one thing that Cardinals need to do in the draft is just get somebody who can produce right away. That takes yeah. away players with injuries, like Jamison Williams out of Alabama, that takes away Ojabo. Yep, yep. Not necessarily because they can't play during the season, but because of the prep. Then we go down from there. Edge rusher, is that your number one
0: positional priority? I think it is, unless you get that wide receiver, Chris Olave, to drop the twenty three. Right.
1: Okay. So we go edge. Yep. Wide receiver. wide receiver. Yep. Okay, let me throw a position out there that has not been talked about a lot so far. Okay. But to me, it's the most important position in football, not named quarterback, because mm-hmm. that's just kind of obvious. It's your offensive line. Yeah. And if we're looking at Steve Kim's draft history, when it goes with skill position players, especially early picks, things have not worked out great. Edge rusher might be a little bit different. He's a lot of people to choose from, but like you said. You might not be able to grab one of those, and Kai might not be looking to aggressively move picks because he's going to be here for the long term, even though this is a win-now season. I think that the safest move in the first round and the move that nobody is talking about right now is get somebody who can protect your quarterback because there will be skill position guys later. There will be edge rushers later. You might be able to make a trade. You might be able to get somebody in the second round who fell, but offensive line is a hot commodity in the first round. And Kyler Murray is mobile but when did the season change last year Mm -hmm. it's when kyler murray got hurt and Mm -hmm. adding offensive line help doesn't mean that kyler murray's not going to get hurt but it could it doesn't automatically mean that but you want to do your best to protect it and to me pairing a young cost-controlled offensive lineman over the next couple of years with kyler murray who's going to get his contract one way or another yep would be the smartest move how would you feel If they took an offensive lineman, does that feel like the right move, or do you feel like you're maybe focusing on something that doesn't need to be focused on right now?
0: No, I mean, I think that wouldn't be a bad move. I think the Will Hernandez kind of throws a little bit of a wrench, the signing of Will Hernandez throws a little bit of a wrench in there, but at the same time, you know, you want to put bodyguards around the guy that you're going to pay moving forward. Like, it's it's a financial decision, really, when you think about it, is help me protect the guy that we're going to pay this much money for. And so I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea, but it's also which one of those guys is going to fit the mold. And is he going to jump Will Hernandez? Because right now I feel like Will Hernandez is that right right guard right now, starting right guard right now. So who are we going to find that's going to not only jump him, but play a full season and be that next guy? That's, that's just the hard thing. And, but I do like what you said with just... That's one of those guys you can put in there and just have him learn on the fly. Sean Kugler's a great offensive line coach, so I don't think that— I, I think people would maybe freak out a little bit just because I feel like first-round offensive linemen always kind of get that a little bit of hate, but at the same Which time— Which is weird to me. Yeah, you've got to—I mean, you look back with the San Francisco 49ers with Alex Smith when they just started making the playoffs there. They were going offensive linemen every, like— every draft in the first round and then they finally had that solid offensive line to get them to that next level and that's kind of the situation here if they wanted to go that route is is as much as they might get a little bit of uh, heat for it. It could pay off way more than these other picks. Who knows?
1: Unfortunately, the way I see it, the Cardinals are probably going to get a lot of heat unless they pick like two or three players that everybody's been talking about. Yeah. Unless they get Chris Olave or they trade up for one of these top edge rushers, I think that the Cardinals will probably be looked at as, hey, what are you doing? Because you could have done this. You could have done that. And one of those moves that I look at that would make me say that is drafting a corner. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of mock drafts, a lot of mock drafts, corners have been mocked to the Cardinals, whether it's Kyer Elam out of Florida, whether it's Trent McDuff, Duffy or Duffel. I always want to say McDuffel. <laughs> I always want to say McDuffel, but it's Trent McDuffie out of U-Dub, which is, of course, maybe a hot spot when it comes to that position and defense for the Cardinals is U-Dub. What would you feel if the Cardinals drafted a quarterback? And are are there any other positions besides, obviously, like quarterback? that if they did take in the first round, you would be like, okay, I, I, I can't believe it. Like why?
0: So with the cornerback, I think just the fact that they got Jeff Gladney and they, and it sounds like they're having that guy be, you know, one of the main three going forward. Uh, I don't know if it makes a ton of sense to get a cornerback in the first round anymore, just because they feel like they're solidified there. They need some depth pieces, but honestly, I think that could be more of a free agent find uh, as in terms of who I think what position I think would be everybody listening is screaming,
1: inside linebacker,
0: inside oh, linebacker. Yeah. You know they are. And that's that's where I was gonna go. I also think maybe interior defensive linemen too, is as much as it's a need, I also think that you could find somebody later in the rounds and, and potentially find somebody in free agency. But yeah, inside linebacker, yell it from the treetops. That is what the uh, could that, you imagine? Oh man.
1: Could you imagine?
0: I don't like
1: we've been like we've we've yeah. all joked about it. Everybody jokes about it. But if draft day nuts. comes and that ha- like I have no idea how we I don't, don't respond.
0: Either. I don't either. I don't I, know.
1: I know mean, it'd be funny. It'd be funny to talk about because yeah. it's like what? What are you doing? But no, but then I, that I mean, opens that up can't a happen. whole other can of worms. Right? So that, what, can't yeah, can't, that, can't that can't happen. Yeah, that can't happen. Right, if it if it does, then something has to happen. Then between somebody now wrote and then. the wrong
0: name on the card when they handed it to the, oh, to, the to the people that get drafted. Oh, that's like a Jets move, man. That's not a Cardinals <laughs> move. That's a Jets move.
1: All right. Anything else stand out when it comes to the draft? Anything you want to say? Hey, hey, everybody. This is a player I've got my eyes on. Uh, I think we're both kind of on the same page. If Olave is there, take him. For me, if Drake London is there, take him. Yeah, I like Drake London. He's a he's a tall wide receiver who's who's a good target for Kyler. Another nice safety net maybe for him. Is there anybody else that you're looking at? And that if they're there at 23, Cardinals don't trade up. And this pl- blank is there. Mm-hmm. You have to take him. Is there any other name that can realistically end up there? Like if Aiden Hutchinson gets there, of course. Oh, but yeah. like if there's if there's any name that realistically drops to them, who who do you have to take if you're the Cardinals?
0: I You know, I think it's just the, the guys we said. I think Olave, I think Walker, I think uh Jermaine Johnson. I also think, going back to your offensive line uh pick, I think Kenyon Green would be another guy that would be solid there from Texas A&M. Like, that's the offensive lineman. When I did the last mock that I did, that was the guy that I pinpointed because I thought he would be great. He's versatile. Uh He just seems like one of those guys that wants to get down and dirty and move people, so... Uh, that would be another option right there at twenty three, just because like you said, you, you, you want somebody to protect your quarterback, especially if you're gonna give him a huge payday. Like that's huge. So get some more uh get some more security around him if you need it. And if, if but obviously wide receiver's gonna be off the board. Uh most of the top 5 6 edge rushers need to be off the board for them to do that I feel if if there's a potential to get one of those top edge rushers I think that's that's the move you got to go for
1: The funny thing about the draft and everybody putting out their mock drafts before and we do it at Arizona Sports every company does it and you know they say oh this person goes there this person goes there all it takes is one team to reach or to trade or to not take somebody that was supposed to take in there and the entire draft has changed so we're just going to dip our toes in it for now we dipped our toe in the pool now we're going to get back out we'll probably can't (laughs) we'll probably cannonball back into it as we get closer again we we are in the month of the draft we were going to talk about obviously free agency but we couldn't do it so this is the end of our, our quick hits our second quick hits edition I think our fourth overall episode I mean what we're like veterans now right we can sign our uh, <laughs> our veteran deals but uh, anyway for Tyler Drake you can follow him on Twitter at T Drake for sports you can follow our show on Twitter at AZ Cards Corner subscribe rate us five stars on whatever platform you're listening on Spotify Apple Music whatever it is make sure to download make sure to subscribe rate five stars tweet at us maybe tweet some questions you'd like us to answer because the cardinals aren't signing anybody let us know and we need things to talk about but i'm eric ruby you can follow me on twitter at eric ruby sorry yeah at eric ruby 987 i know my own twitter account yeah, yeah, and uh, (laughs) you can keep it with us when cardinals news happens we will be here and we will talk about it but until then we'll see you guys next time